Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. So Dexo is the French food conglomerate that supplies many company restaurants, schools and state bodies. Now they're laying down the law with all their suppliers by saying that it will no longer work with anyone who doesn't meet its net zero targets by 2030. Is that principled or foolhardy? Aoife Wickerley is the head of supply chains and food at Sodexo in Ireland and is on the line. Good morning, Aoife. Morning, Joe. Thank you for having me. Tell us more about who or what Sodexo caters for these days in Ireland. Fair question. So Sodexo is a facilities management company. So yes, that does include catering for some of the types of businesses um, that you have referred to, but also we run their buildings. So everything from grounds maintenance to machine maintenance, whatever a client needs to run their building and their business, essentially, Sodexo can help them with. All right. Uh, and as you know, um, comp- uh, company buildings, but also uh, households, are one of the biggest emitters of uh, CO2. Uh, and so you want to do something about that. Tell us some more about your net zero target. Yeah, so... We net zero is a massive topic for everybody, personally and and all businesses. And we're very aware that to uh, to to succeed in business, but also to to ensure the future of the world, we need to be net zero. And we have set ourselves a target of being net zero by 2040 which has been validated by the Science-Based Targets Initiative. We're one of the first organisations actually globally to have our our targets validated by them. But we also know that um, our direct emissions only account for 2% and actually 98% of our emissions are within what is called Scope 3, 3, which we don't have direct control over. Now, Scope 3 is what? Is that your your suppliers, your supply chain, the people that you deal with, your stakeholders? Correct. So that accounts for a third. And then there's also commuting, our own business, travel, um, how we manage waste or product life cycle on a site. Mm. But our supply chain, yes, accounts for a third of our total emissions, which is which is quite significant. Hence why we're taking such um, a big stance on this. Yeah. Tell us about the stance that you're taking. So we, we're trying to be quite transparent about our expectations with our with our suppliers and also give them plenty of notice, uh, hence why we, we have a, a timeline out to 2030. So if I talk you through the, the milestones, Briefly, so already, yeah. already we have um, identified the suppliers that account for 75% of our supply chain emissions and they provided us with a carbon reduction plan this September. And that covers their their scope one and scope two emissions. By January next year, we're going to have um, a valuation criteria of all our tenders to include a minimum of 10% of social value weighting, which will include the importance of net zero. Mm. September 2025, those same suppliers representing 75% of our emissions must have their own science-based target initiatives validated by the SBTI. Then by September 27, that increases to 90%. And and then you're ultimately aiming to get to 100% by 2030. Will you genuinely, Aoife, fire suppliers if they are cheaper but not carbon neutral? So it would never be our aim, obviously, to fire a supplier 
right? And this is not something that is going to be done on the 31st of, de- of December 2029. This is a journey that we're all going to go on I together. I know, but you said that you won't deal with them if they don't meet your 2030 targets. Correct. And we have to take a firm stance on that. Our, our clients are expecting us to be on the net zero journey with them. Mm. And, and we, It's a genuine question. Will you say, that's it, I'm sorry you, you failed, you are no longer going to work with us? If a supplier is not demonstrating tangible progress through published reporting, we will no longer work with them as of January 2030. Okay. Uh, and will this mean extra costs for your other customers? In other words, if you, for example, go for someone who is net zero, but is more expensive, won't that be passed on to your customers? We don't believe so, no. Right. Okay. Well, I just find it difficult to believe that if you're potentially paying more for a service, that you would swallow that and reduce your own profits. I'm not sure that it is always going to cost more. And certainly when we look at um, some of the mentoring that we have done with uh, one of our seafood suppliers in Wexford, Atlanta Seafoods, mm-hmm. they, te- they tell us that some of the initiatives that they've been um, launching lately as part of their net zero journey has actually saved them money. Right. So things like um, reducing their, their waste, uh, their their byproduct, things like switching to renewable energy, that all of these initiatives are actually saving them money. Which, as which, which, which will mean the it could save your customers money in the end. Uh, Aoife, thank you so much. Unfortunately, we've run out of time. That's Aoife Wickerly, the head of supply chains and food at Sodexo in Ireland. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.